The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now I'm joined by chef, author, and doyen of the Ballymaloo Cooking School, Dorina Allen. Dorina, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Pat. <laughs> now, um, you're, you, you have with you this morning, and I have a copy in front of me, of, if you like, a reprise of your greatest hit. <laughs> well, this is the new Ballymaloo uh, bread book. And uh, this was originally written by Timmy, actually, in 2001. And uh, so it's been in print ever since. And uh, 20 years later, a lot has happened in 20 years. So we've added a lot more to our repertoire. And of course, the whole sourdough dough kind of revolution and everything yeah. has taken part. And, and people are used to going to restaurants and, and getting flatbreads of various kinds. Yes. And also people will maybe attempt DIY pizza and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. So what prompted this? Well, I'll tell you what, there were various things that prompted it, actually. Um, uh, the, do you remember the beast from the East? I mean, yeah. apart from, the, obviously, the pandemic and all of the frenzy of bread making during that time, but also the, uh, during the beast from the East, at uh, that time within uh, the whole country closed down, if you remember, the schools and everything. And uh, basically at that time, bread ran out in the supermarkets after a couple of days. Yeah. And there were people squabbling in the aisles of the supermarkets. Fighting over a Fighting over a Pan, can you imagine? And there on a couple of shelves further over, there was flour and baking powder and buttermilk and so on. And I suddenly thought, my God, people are absolutely in a panic because they can't get bread. Forgotten how easy it is to make a loaf of bread. And so I'm on a mission to... Uh, everybody who thinks yeah. they absolutely can't make bread to show them how easy it is. Soda bread's a good one to start on rather yeah. than sourdough. Now, the bread has been described as the staff of life and oh, bread exists in oh. every single culture. And I suppose poignantly today, we can look at video from Gaza of people queuing for bread. Absolutely. Because that's something, yeah. if you get the flour, if you can get clean water, yeah. you can actually bake bread. Bake a loaf of bread, yeah. Well, I mean, the soda bread, the breads of our country here in Ireland, they're literally made in minutes. So, uh, you mean, turn on the oven, you know, weigh up a few ingredients into a bowl, mix them around uh, and make that into, you could put it into a tin or you could make it into a round and cut a deep cross, which is the traditional blessing. And then you prick it in the four corners to let the fairies out of the bread. Because otherwise the fairies jinx your bread on you. Or you could actually... So that's why flat- the cross was there? Yeah, the traditional blessing. Sometimes people used to run over. Do you remember the holy water font inside yeah. the door? People used to put their finger the, the, uh, into the holy water font, speak a little holy water over it. And then, of course, originally, some people remember their grandmothers or whatever cooking it in an open on a in a in a pot oven over the open fire and embers from the fire going onto the lid and yeah. you know it was a much more skilled way of baking and uh, basically nowadays there's no excuse okay for this now you say have, it's simple yeah. how simple is oh, it i mean Pat, it, so you can simple. buy these packs in the supermarkets yes. of, you know and you just add yeah. water or add yes. milk or whatever and off you go but if you were starting to make soda bread from scratch Scratch. what do you need turn on the oven Basically, then take out your scales and weigh up uh, some flour. Put in a uh, for a pound of flour, you need a level t- uh, a teaspoon of bicarbonate of soda, a level teaspoon of salt, and then you need about fourteen fluid ounces of buttermilk. And it can be brown and white flour or brown or white flour, whatever. And you just put it into the bowl, run your hands through it to make sure that the bicarbonate of soda and everything is mixed through it. Pour in the milk, stir it in a full circle, and two and a half seconds out to the outside of the bowl. Turn it, flip it out onto a floured worktop, flatten it out, and then do the blessing, and then let the fairies. 
sorry. And off you go. How and long into the cook? oven. And it takes, well, for a loaf, it'll take 35 minutes. But you could have flattened it out and cut it into scones and sort of either do them plain or you could brush them with egg wash and dip them in, in um, grated cheese or you can add anything. You can add rosemary and herbs or seaweed or anything to it. Mm. And, now, yeah. now, one of the things that people are scared of, yeah. I don't know why, yeast. Yeah. Yeast, I <laughs> know. Yes, I... I but basically, because again, we don't use yeast in the soda bread, so therefore right. we can exactly. do it in a very straightforward a couple way. Of exactly. So I, when I, I learned how to make soda bread, watching my mother when I was hardly tall enough to see up over the over the kitchen table, and she'd give me a little bit to put into the oven beside hers. But when I came to Ballymaloo, then years later, my mother-in-law Myrtle Allen showed me how to make Ballymaloo brown yeast bread. Now this is a brilliant bread for people who are scared of yeast. You can use dried yeast, or you can use fresh yeast, or you can use instant yeast, and Literally, you just mix it. There's no kneading involved and only one rising. Now, I, Fantastic. I, a really nourishing bread, too. I, I yeah. was looking at the, the, the recipe for sourdough and yeah. it involves a starter. Yes. Scary, thought, scary starter. What is a starter? And well, then I went to the, the yeah. page 82 to find yeah. out how you make the starter. <laughs> and it takes days. Well, it, to start, when you're doing it to start with, it just takes a week to develop your starter, to get it really energetic. But actually, Pat, it couldn't be easier. I think so many people have a whatever about yeast. People have a super block about sourdough. So you literally get a, a jar, you put some flour into it, add some water, stir it around, and then leave it overnight. And then it starts to ferment. And then every day, it's like a child. You have to look on it like a child. It likes to be warm and it it needs to be fed. So you just give it a little more flour, a little more water every day for a week. Now, this is the beginning. You only have to do this once. And then it gets all bubbly and everything. And remember, when something is fermented, it is much more nutritionally uh, dense and so on. So anyway, then you have that and you go ahead then and you add that into the flour and salt and water. And the great thing about um, a loaf of a sourdough like that, it's it's totally natural. There are no additives, enzymes or, uh, you know, all the other things that are in other And you have your own starter then going forward. Yes, you have your own starter and you just, and you can fit it into your own routine. I mean, some people say I like to make bread once a week. Actually, Richard O'Connell, my brother, gave me a great recipe there for a Saturday morning sourdough where, you know, you just feed the the, the starter once a week and then you make it and it's ready for breakfast every Saturday morning. What's the so secret? You can fit it into your own routine. You what, know. What's the secret of a great baguette? A great baguette. Well, <laughs> again, that can have some sourdough in it as well. And, you know, the great thing is forget about those perfect looking baguettes that you see in the supermarkets or whatever. Um, you know, it, c- it doesn't have to be perfect in shape. It can be sort of slightly rustic and rustic is a very good word. Uh, so you could just slash it and it'll be super delicious too. Yeah. Mm. Now, you go through the breads of the world. I mean, people are used to maybe getting focaccia somewhere yeah. or oh, yeah. they might be getting pitta or they could have Yufka. Yes, another wonderful Turkish or Middle Eastern flatbread. You can make that again really quickly if you're out of bread. And that's a really fun thing to do with the children as well, because you can cook it on a, a heavy frying pan over the gas. So you can have that. And then you can, mm. you know, make it, use it for a wrap sort of thing as well. Yeah. So, and you've, you've ideas for leftover bread, for yeah. obviously breadcrumbs, but then uh, bread that's a little bit, you know, a bit hard maybe. It can make yeah. great French toast. Oh, my goodness. And oh, you have to try the, the uh, bread and butter pudding in there. And then you can also make a bread and butter pudding like an, a savoury one. So that's delicious too. But I'll tell you what, the other thing that might be worth mentioning is there's a brilliant 
gluten-free chapter in this book, actually, with really, really delicious recipes, because a lot of people, when they're gluten-free, think they're missing out from then on. And this was written by one of our senior lecturers at the school called Debbie Shaw, who's a super cook, but she's also gluten-free herself, so she's a vested interest. So that's another uh, a good thing to, uh, to think about. Well, well uh, there are the essential extras like strawberry jam. Yeah. And oh, raspberry, raspberry jam. jam. Actually, bread and jam, bread and butter and jam. Bread and butter and jam can be so delicious when the bread's good. The butter, we have, we have, we make butter from our little cream of our little Jersey herd down on, uh, and, uh, down on the farm, Bamaloo. And also then raspberry jam. Do you know, it takes just five minutes to make raspberry jam. So I often, one of the fun things I like to do when I'm teaching bread or scones is to put a batch of scones into the oven uh, and then uh, when they're in the oven, I just put on a saucepan and make some raspberry jam. And it's out of the, the jam so, so will the be jam made is ready before, before the before thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's properly impressive. And I mean, making bread in a way, it's one of the easiest ways to win friends and influence people. You know, I mean, the smell of lovely crusty bread uh, when you come into the, into, you know, when you're coming home. I often say to the students, if you want to bring on a proposal, you know, invite yeah. the person. Or if you want to sell a house. <laughs> sell a house. <laughs> anyway, the you're doing some it. demos uh, today at two o'clock in the Dublin Cookery School in Blackrock, Friday at 12 in the Galway International Hotel School. And you can get tickets on the website for uh, the website being your own, I presume. Well, or? no, I, I, is it Eventbrite? I wonder that does it. I'm not Maybe quite Eventbrite. sure. But anyway, you could contact them directly. You contact the venues yeah. uh, directly. Anyway, exactly. uh, two o'clock today. Yeah. Get in last minute uh, uh, chance to get in for two o'clock today. The Dublin Cookery School, Friday at 12 in the Galway International Hotel School. And uh, Dorina Allen, this is a wonderful book and it's a solid hardback yeah. so it'll stand the test of time. Well I hope I'll get you into the kitchen Pat to me. send me a photograph of your of first loaf of soda bread. I will certainly do that. <laughs> Doreen Allen thank you very much. Now coming up later on News The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.